The MomCast is brought to you by the YMCA of Central Ohio, Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems. Mom! Mama! Mommy! It's the MomCast with your hosts, Mindy Dreher, Michaela Hunt, and Stacy McKay. Mom, I need you! Well, hi, all you dedicated MomCast listeners, and for those of you who are listening for the very first time, we say thanks, and we hope you come back, because this is why we do it, right, ladies? We do it for all of you out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're new moms. Maybe you're, I hate to say old. Wait, no, but seasoned. 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 You are a seasoned Much professional better. mom. Much yeah. better. You've, you've been doing like it for that. a while. You've tenure. Yes. <laughs> but those are the reasons why Stacy McKay, Michaela Hunt, and myself, along with Greg, do this every single week. We love to talk to you and we love to talk to each other and we are going to be doing that exactly this week because there are milestones that we each go through as moms, not just for us, but that we watch our kids go through. And whatever we think is hard on our kids, 10,000 times harder on us as moms. I'm just glad I can have this conversation with you all today because as I mentioned, I should be crankster today. I should be cranky. You should be cranky. I'm doing the whole 30, which Mindy looked at me and was like, what's that? So yeah, so I'm actually on day four of it. And for those of you who know it, it's a, it's a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Whole foods, no sugar, no dairy. And I should be wanting to stab someone's eyes out today. But I said, Stacy, I'm in a pretty lovely mood, correct? Well, days? yeah, she said, I'm in a really good mood, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? Someone <laughs> yes, help me yes, out here? Are. And now we're going to get emotional and talk about milestones. So oh, I don't you know how have that's going to do gonna this work. for 30 days? 30 days. What if you don't? It's, it's the half 15 if I don't. I don't know. A friend told me that. And I love that. That is, you know, so many people are doing that and say, not necessarily even that, but just trying to get rid of processed foods. And everybody says it's a great thing. I say everybody else says it's a great thing because I've not tried it. I want to try it, but I'm not there yet. So, um, but I've heard nothing but good things. So, well, I'll let you know how it goes. It's, it can only be good. We're not supposed to be eating that stuff. Anyway, right. right. Technically, we're not. You know, when I'm a vegetarian, and when I became a vegetarian, it was just like that. I never hesitated. I never missed meat. I still don't. And I've been a vegetarian for years, for years. I love that. I don't think people know that necessarily. You know what about put you. me over the edge? What? The movie Babe. I Aww. was done. When I saw Babe watch his mom yeah. get taken away to the slaughter, I'm done. I'm like, I, I can do this. I can mm-hmm. go without eating meat. And That's... so I haven't had meat for years. So... I'm talking, you know, 20, 20 years probably. Wow. That's a milestone for you. That is. Good but for you. But it wasn't you. hard to do. That's why I know you're doing this whole 30 thing. Right. Mind I, over matter. I think I went and had ribs after I saw Babe. <laughs> you are heartless. <laughs> Stacy McKay, you're I heartless. Know I am. I can't help now it. That's I the love, difference between you and me. I, you I had ribs horrible. after Babe, and I became a vegetarian. I love meat. I can't. That's you're awful. a carnivore. I know, but I am. Yes, it is I'm what sorry. it is. It's okay. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm I've there. often thought I would maybe try that, but. I know better. Greg, Greg our producer, is just showing us. <laughs> flashed us, babe. Really? That the, doesn't the make you hungry? Of, of <laughs> no. Are you crazy? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> now, I make, <laughs> I, I make meat for my family because it's you? just my choice. I have never shoved my belief on anybody else. Isn't that it's interesting? It's just what I believe and what I want to do. But you don't And I remember being pregnant. Everybody was so concerned. What are you doing about protein? I don't know. And I asked my doctor about it. And he's like, do you drink milk? Do you eat ice cream? You're fine. I'm like, really? Okay. Do your kids, do they, I mean, do they eat meat? Or they do. Are they I, more, yes, okay. they do. They do. And Randy, he's a huge meat eater. Yeah. You know? 
So, he would eat meat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I will make meat for them. It's just my own choice. Sure, I love I animals too much that I cannot eat them. Okay, so you ladies know um, I was saying I was a bit of a basket case uh, the last time we were together because my daughter had just left for camp. Fourth grade camp. I, I'm i going to be honest, don't care for it. Um, <laughs> do you have to do it? Is it mandatory? You, you don't have to, but they strongly encourage. School encourages this because they have wonderful reasons behind it. I mean, they're teaching kids about it's part of their science uh, okay. curriculum. And if all so they're going to a camp, it. yeah, and they're outside and they're learning to get dirty. You know, <laughs> things that we did that sometimes kids today right. are not doing. And so, you know, you go to school on Wednesday morning and you leave right away. They pack up all their stuff. They have to pack their own bags and their sleeping bag and they have a list and they have to do all Come of it. Come on, you didn't help with the list at all. I watched her, but I just, <laughs> that I'm supposed to let her do it. She packed everything. Oh. She got everything ready to go. Rolled up the sleeping bag, the whole, whole well, nine yards. Well, I say that, but... It's also a moment of teaching responsibility right, for kids. That's, that's the other they're, thing they're learning. And when they come yeah. home, they have to do their own laundry. If they have not done it, or even if they have, they have to do their own laundry you after know, camp. Just so, listening to you talk, yeah, I could totally see my daughter handling that on her own because she's very right. independent. There's no way I would have trusted my son at fourth grade. Even now as a ninth grader, <laughs> right. I would have to double check well, everything. There's no Boys okay. and girls are just different that right. way. And so there's nine and ten year olds and it's the entire fourth grade and they go to this camp and they sleep in a cabin and they're on bunk beds and they're outside and they're going to be out in the rain if it's rainy and they're going to get dirty and they leave Wednesday morning and we pick them up Friday afternoon at three o'clock. We did that, but we did it in sixth grade. Fourth grade's kind of young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence That's her state point. of mind. I just had the most difficult time with it. I mean, but Stacey, I, I had to book things for Jeff and I to do. Uh, we did one night. We went out with friends. The night first night, he and I went out together and had a nice dinner and just spent some time together. But I purposely did that because even talking about it now, even though it's okay, I'm hyperventilating just thinking about it. What it you, makes me what hyperventilate. What do you do when you're an empty nester? I don't know. Don't go there. <laughs> That's a long don't, way off. I'm just saying. But if she's hyperventilating about know, camp. I think what people need to know about Stacy and Olivia, she's never had an overnight experience no. with friends before other than family. And so be- this is her first and your first. Right. And before you judge me, a lot of kids in the class <laughs> have like not either. The, the girls are just starting to talk about overnight parties and things like that. And most of them have not done it. Um, so, yeah, she spent the night with my mom and she spent the night with her aunts. That's it. And it's been one. So this was a big deal. And everything that you would think went through my mind. But we made it and she's fine. But, you know, there are always those milestones with our kids that at the time seem huge and we can't deal with it. And yet we make it through and we kind of look back and say, OK, I got through that. What else? Yeah. What's up next? Yeah. What will I get? First for everything. Through. We experience our first through our kids lives. Every single milestone. And there's so many you just can't even first time they take a bottle First, everything, you know. Right. Well, letting go is hard in in, in increments. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's right. not like we do become empty nesters anytime soon after we have kids. We we have this whole kind of spectrum of those things that we experience, like you said, Mindy. 
Ours was when do they play outside by themselves? Oh, especially yeah. today in today's world, that's a tough call. Because you know, my parents, we played in the front and the back. We played ditch. You know, when I probably was ten, do you right. guys know ditch? Mm-hmm. No. Greg's no, laughing over ditch. there in the What's corner. Ditch? Yeah. It's it's hide in the seek in the dark. And I think I was playing that probably around. Was it Lynn's like Ghost age. in the Get Graveyard? That's what we played. Maybe I I know Ghost in the Graveyard. This is like all around the neighborhood. I mean, we're hiding in that's, dark corners in our neighborhood. For, yeah, you know, during the summer, we had a big woods in our that oh. that that butted up to a freeway, and we played in that oh, when my. I was your parents let you. Yeah, without any parents around. So. For me, would you do that now? <laughs> right. No way. See, see how it's so different <laughs> and, and, when we're kids to when we're adults. Adults. Yes. So Logan's six, and he has just started to be able to play a little bit out front by himself. We keep that kind of storm door open to be able to see that he's playing hockey. You know, in that our cul-de-sac. You know, he likes to play street hockey out there. Um, but that was hard for Marcus. It was actually harder for Marcus than it was for me. That storm door has a portion that pulls down and there's a screen. And so, because Christian now, of course, at four, almost five, he, of course, wants to go out there and play with his big brother. And there is no way that we were going to let Logan at four years old go out and play by himself. So what do you say to the four-year-old who wants to go out with the six-year-old? So we've kind of come up with our mind, little ways to be able to let them go. Maybe I do some work on the front porch if I'm home with them, if I'm not able to go outside and play with them. Um, there are little things we do, but that was a hard one in oh, our house. Well, and and I see why because of life today. The world. Life today, the world today is a little bit different. Yeah. But you know, we have to do it like you said in increments. This is the thing that where I think you know you've got to figure out what works for you, and you also have to check yourself a little bit because when anxieties get to be too overwhelming, we create stories in our heads. Right, and so. I think we have to kind of take some of our anxieties. We have to kind of rein them in sometimes. And I think we sometimes have to talk to ourselves about that. Right. And say, like I did with Liv, it's a life lesson. I put myself in her position. I remember going off to camp. I know it's going to be okay. I, I know that in my heart and I want her to experience that. But that doesn't erase all the crazy right. that, that I have. <laughs> all right, let's talk about you because you have just, you've deflected. <laughs> like, you, know, you don't get... That's a good point. I'm not deflected. I'm just waiting for my turn. Your that's turn all. is now because you can't tell us. Okay, you Mindy, get... why haven't you interjected at this point? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it seems like it's my whole life. <laughs> I know. I'm such that blanket mom where every single thing's a milestone and it is hard to deal with. So I would say recently... Recently, Kylan is 15 years old. He can legally have his temps right now. Right. But I haven't taken him to do that yet. I can't even imagine my son driving a car. So that's a huge fear of mine right now. And I think that we worry about that more because it's a lot more dangerous because mm-hmm. of cell phones. Right. That's the bottom sure. line. We, Our parents <clears throat> never had to worry about us driving in a car and texting on the phone. It did not exist. When I was 16, 17, 18 years old. It just didn't. But, so that's but a how whole does he other feel about factor. not having... Well, honestly, right now, he has practiced every single day after school, if not a game. So there hasn't been time yet. Okay. Yes, he wants to get his temps. And it will happen. But the other thing that happened is a milestone, and I'm really not ready for that. He, obviously, his friends are all getting their temps. And then he has friends who are a year or two older mm-hmm. that have their license. And... The other day, he wanted to get into a car with his friend Caleb and Patrick. I, I'm i not ready for that. I can't allow that yet. I don't have control in that car. And it's very hard for me 
to not control my kids 24-7. Yes, I know that sounds psychotic. And yes, I'm trying <laughs> well, to deal with I it. Mean, it but does, I, but it doesn't. It, I think we all... If we're being honest, we all feel that way. Listen, the you control got one shot. is gone. You yeah. got one well, chance. If there and if that car gets in an accident, that's much my that's my life in that car. Well, when I and talk I, I'm about ready, in I'm not ready anxiety, for that. Anxiety, but that's right. a hard one to rein it in is. anxiety about because mm-hmm. of because stats, that's life or death. Because of stats, sure. um, that is that is life or death, dependent so, on the responsibility of the driver. And I know right. families who have lost someone in a situation and where I they're I have too. just teens in the car. So I, I'm not I'm not at that stage yeah. in age where I can say, yeah, Kylan, go off with your buddy. I just can't. I can't and do we it can't yet. afford to buy them the cars that have the sensor in the front and the back that knows when you're coming up on a car and one one's behind you. Well, I'm thinking. I wish I could. I'm thinking about buying a tank, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine for your child, but then not mine. <laughs> yeah, right. So Correct. Well, yes. we, we do all go through milestones, and I will. I would guess this, and just through the different milestones I've experienced with Kai and Cami, the first time is the hardest time. So, Stacy. When Olivia wants to have a stay over at a friend's house, it probably is going to be a little easier for you now because she's done that. We, we'd like to think that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> probably you will. Know, and when the kids start playing outside and, and it happens again and again, you let them go a little further. And, and it's just it's that first time is the hardest time. So I the know. next time that he asks to ride. I'll just follow the car. Okay. All right, good. I Which think he's you can get in. Your course. But <laughs> mama's right behind you, kid. So we're all on the same page. Just at different ages. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Milestones happen from 1 to 100, probably. Well, maybe not 100. Well, and I think the most important thing, moms, <laughs> is to give yourself a break because I think we all go through it. And yeah. we know in our heart we're probably being overprotective. But you can hear, we all go through it. Everybody goes through the same thing. And sometimes you just need to talk to your girlfriends. Like mm-hmm. you said, kind of your funny disclaimer, don't judge me before you told the story. Sometimes you just need to talk it out with the other moms in your life to figure out if you're having a moment of a little over anxiety or if you just need to kind of, or if it's okay and you need to work through it. You know, you need to talk with them about that. So I love that we're talking about milestones, but we also realize that we're not the only ones who go through milestones. I'm sure a lot of you listening right now are thinking to yourself, this is what I went through lately, or this is what I've dealt with recently. Well, a good childhood friend of mine, Dixie Lundquist, she's going through something right now and wanted to share her situation with all of us on the MomCast. So this is Dixie. I am going through becoming an empty nester. All three of my children are leaving the house just about the same time. How hard is that on you? It's very hard. I'm just uh, trying to adjust from going from a very active, loud environment, and then they're gone. And I'm so used to making sure they're home safe every night, and now they're going to their own places to live, and they're not coming home, and it just seems empty to me. And I just, I, I feel a little empty, to be honest, myself, that I miss them. I miss their being able to talk to them every day. And uh, actually, I honestly miss taking care of them. A lot of people think that, I mean, my laundry has gotten less and my house stays cleaner, but I miss having all the action around. No, you've also said you kind of even stay up at night thinking about it and worrying about it. Yes, I worry every night that they've made it to where they need to be in their home safe, in their own beds. And then sometimes I still kind of wake up in the middle of the night worrying about them and just kind of missing them being at the house because I always could sleep so well once I knew they were home safe in their beds. It's got to be hard kind of losing that control. Oh, absolutely. 
yeah, for doing it for so long. And I was blessed to have them stay that long being, you know, they're older and I know it's time to go and I know they were ready to go. But I think it's it's harder on me to lose being able to be needed like I was. Between Randy, myself, Kylan and Cameron, we are all very, very active. And I think the neat thing that we're starting to do now is we all four will go to the gym and work out together. And I think that's pretty healthy. When you start having kids work out at a young age, now I'm not saying, you know, go have your 10-year-old lift heavy weights. I'm not saying that. Get the heart moving young, and then chances are those young people will start doing that, maybe carry it on for the rest of their life. That is what's so awesome about the why. They have all these programs, not just for moms and dads, but for the kids too. You can do things together as a family or individually. If you would like more information, please go check them out. It is a fantastic place. YMCAColumbus.org. So I got a text from a girlfriend last week who said, Michaela, I saw that you got Botox done with Dr. McMahon, and I'm so curious. I've been wanting to try it out. My kids tell me I have a scowl on my face all the time, and I want to fix that. Maybe it's just permanent there. Maybe it's because the kids are doing something wrong. Well, I teased her. I said, it's your kids who have that kind of thought with she's beautiful. And I said, but hey, if you've been nervous to try it, you know, I get it. I've been there. And I suggested to my friend Angie, check out Dr. McMahon. He did a great job with me, given the fact that I was a little hesitant. Botox, Juvederm, Restylane. I mean, who knows what it all means? I didn't know what it all meant. But he is so knowledgeable and he's so compassionate. Correct. He was so, great with you. He was great. So I would say to Angie and anyone else who's been kind of curious, um, maybe your kids are poking you. Don't <laughs> go for that reason. But if you want to try it yourself, check out Dr. James McMahon at Advanced Aesthetic and Laser Surgery. Free consultations and really a great perspective on what you need. 614-459-0060. That's 614-459-0060. Or check them out online at jmcmahonmd.com. I don't know if you've ever done this, but you look at someone, a friend of yours, a loved one, and they seem to be smiling. And yet if you look in their eyes, there's something else going on that maybe they don't want to talk about or they're trying to put on a brave front. I think sometimes as parents, we do that when there are things going on with our kids that are maybe we don't completely understand them. They're disturbing to us. It's not the perfect world. And that happens. But there is help when that happens. And we are so happy that Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems is a sponsor for MomCast because sometimes things are not picture perfect. Life isn't perfect. And sometimes our kids need more help than we are even able to give them, but we can find the help for them. Um, It's tough being a kid, and Sequel Pomegranate Health Systems has so many different programs. They treat ages 12 to 17 with mental health and behavioral disorders. And you know what? Maybe you can just look at their website and look through there and see what they have and see if you need a referral. Check out pomegranatehealthsystems.com. So, ladies, talk about a milestone. We're hitting one ourselves in the coming week or two, right? Mm -hmm. So, MomCast, we've been at this for a year. Did you think we'd last a year? Greg, Greg smiling <laughs> and kind of rolling his eyes in the corner. So it is. It, it, it has been a milestone for us to make it to a year, and so we're celebrating. We're doing mm-hmm. a little bit of a celebration and talking with some moms that we get to see 
when we come in and out, but don't get to talk with a lot. Stacey, you see them more than we do since you're in this building yeah, each day. Yeah, um, Sunny 95 is part of a, a larger radio group here in Columbus. So we've got a whole building full of moms. So I thought, why don't we just have a little mom's, we'll call it a mom's tea, but we may have more than tea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have to listen to find out. That's right. Uh, but we'll, it, we'll it just have fun with all the moms in the building and... And talk about some fun mom things. So that's coming up for our Mother's Day episode, Mm -hmm. kind of to celebrate a year and to celebrate all of you and all of the wonderful moms that do so many great things for their families. And until then, uh, you'll hear from us next time on the MomCast. Have a great week, everybody. 